This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. It's our weekly podcast after the Mike Tomlin press conference here on Trib Live. Tim Benz and Joe Rudder with you. Breakfast with Benz on the Fans First Network at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex here on South Water Street. Joe Rudder, of course, covers the Steelers at Trib Live. You can read all of his posts Monday through Friday surrounding the Steelers. Now as they get set for a Saturday game against the Indianapolis Colts. So our week is a little off again. In fact, it will be uh, throughout the course of pretty much the rest of the regular season. Uh, It's been a little jumbled, what with the Thursday night game uh, against the Patriots, now a Saturday game against the Colts that still proves to be huge, Joe. And it is amazing, isn't it, that with all the angst, and rightfully so, about how the Steelers have performed in their last two games against the Cardinals and against the New England Patriots, that they've only dropped one spot in the AFC playoff picture. They're currently, at the time that we're speaking anyway, they are currently uh, in the second wild card hole. So that means the sixth hole overall in the AFC. And all that goes to show you is how much middle ground there is in the American Football Conference. Oh, it is too, too much middle ground. Um, you know, it was it wa- interesting watching that unfold yesterday and how it all played out. And yeah, they got help with teams that you wouldn't expect to. You thought maybe Houston would win that game. Um, you know, 
you know, Cleveland won, Baltimore won, you know, Cincinnati took care of Indianapolis, but uh, it's just, it, it's surprising now, you know, Denver's now there. Um, who am I forgetting? There's somebody else there now that's seven and six that, you know, there's just a lot of teams. Bengals. Jump, the Bengals, yeah, the Bengals are back in it. There's so many teams just jumbled in there that anything could really happen. But hey, you know, if, the, if you're going to look for that silver lining, you know, to be still in the sixth spot going into the final four games of the season, no matter how dire these last two games were, I mean, that, that's, that's where they sit. With the exception of Houston losing to the Jets, which did significantly help them, I pretty much feel like everything else that took place is just kind of on paper for the time being anyway, in the sense that if they don't beat Cincinnati and they don't beat Indy over these next two weeks, what difference does it make? Yeah, it really, you know, and if they if they lose this game, I mean, even if they lose any one of this game, if they win this win and lose to Cincinnati, they're still trending downward. I mean, they're still spiraling toward you know, missing the playoffs, um, you know, considering they've lost these last two games, three out of their last four. Um, you you want to finish strong, especially if you're going into the playoffs. So, yeah, if you if you lose one of these next two games, you're pretty much – you might be able to get the seventh spot, but really – you're going to need a lot of help to do it. And you, you have to win these AFC games. You know, the last, I would say at least two, you know, three counting Baltimore at the end, you probably need to win to be able to get a spot in this thing. Their best hope might be that Baltimore not only has the North sewn up by then, but maybe the one seed, or at the very least, they're just locked into their position, whatever that might be. Yeah, that might help them in the final week. You know, and my, Unless RG3 comes back and plays quarterback <laughs> again, yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. I would say my the game that's interesting really to me down the stretch that I think is going to tell a lot about this team, well, obviously this one because they're coming off these two horrible losses, but the fly out. At the week after Christmas, to go to fly all the way across the country to play in Seattle over, you know, and then come back on New Year's Day, you know, if that's going to tell whether this team really wants to finish out this season strong, whether their hearts are really into it, or whether, you know, this team is really just kind of playing out the string and, uh, you know, whether there might be bigger changes at the top. You and I said this a couple times throughout the course of the season, but it's playing out now that despite the fact that they did beat Baltimore early in the season, when I don't think Baltimore was as good then as they are now, despite the fact that they did beat the Ravens then, I think you and I have both been on the same page in the sense that we never felt like they could beat everybody in the NFL, but we also felt that they had a chance to lose to anybody. And I think we even said that in advance of Arizona and New England, and that's proven to be true with what ended up being the worst five-day stretch in the history of the franchise. Yeah, and <laughs> you, yeah, they can lose to anybody. They can beat anybody. You just don't expect them to lose to two and ten teams back to back in five days. Uh, you know that that's just you know unprecedented, and uh, you know it's definitely the darkest day. You know, especially since. Uh, probably 1969 you know since the Super Bowl era for this franchise you know, they've never had such devastating losses like that and you know it's and now you have to see how they respond well you know it's funny because it's literally history making you know no one has ever above 500 lost to two consecutive teams that were eight games or more under 500 so that never happened prior to the Steelers doing it and yet at the same time it feels like we've seen this fish before and it was really rotten back then and it's rotten now because like this is not dissimilar to 2018 when they were 7-2-1 they were in great playoff position and they lost to the Raiders and the Broncos with a blown 16 point lead at home in between against the Chargers yeah and they've had these before and you know you go back to Mike Tomlin's first season 
Writing was on the way. You know, they lost, I think, three of their last four. Or they were nine and three, and then yeah. they ended up ten and six. Ten and six, yeah. And then they lost the playoff game to Jacksonville, you know, which, you know, Jacksonville then set the, you know, became the first team ever to win twice, you know, at, at Heinz Field. Um, yeah, so they've, you know, they've had precedence before, you know, going back to that season. They had 2012. Um, you know, th- then you've seen this three year stretch of 18, 19, and 20 where they did it. So it shouldn't come as that big of a surprise. I think it's just jarring that it happened against these two teams with these two records. Whenever when there was such optimism at seven four, like wow, people were talking, hey, they can win the North here. You know, they're going to be able to get a you know home game for the playoffs. There was all this optimism going around, and to have it come crashing down like that is jarring for a lot of fans. Yeah, by the way, that Broncos team finished six and ten, and that Raiders team finished four and twelve. So it's pretty close. Yeah. It's going to wind up being pretty close, all things considered. Now, Mike Tomlin said at the outset of his press conference, and this is kind of where I was going or planning to go in in talking about the team at this point anyway, and he just led me right down the path with his opening statements. He said that there have been consistent ills that have been present with the team. And when I look at those consistent ills that he's talking about, the question then becomes, can these things be fixed or are you just working around them? Because it feels like to me they're just working around him. And this was supposed to be a roster that was deep enough to give them flexibility in that regard. Now, I get it. Inside linebacker is a different yeah. story. But you can't in Pittsburgh say, oh, well, they lost all their inside linebackers. So, you know, that's the reason. That's an understandable reason why they didn't make the playoffs. Every team they're facing the rest of the way here, except for Baltimore, who, like we said, might not need Lamar in the last week. Every team they're facing the rest of the way has had some sort of quarterback issues, like lost their quarterback along the way. Same can be said for the two teams that they just played. Now, I get it. Arizona got their guy back in Murray. But Zappi versus Jones, Browning they're going to see, Minshew they're going to see. Uh, who knows, the lock I guess they're going to see probably in, in Seattle. Is that potentially the case with Geno? I it, mean, like- it could be. I, you know, I, haven't, I haven't looked that far down the road into it. But, yeah, they could be facing another one too. And, and as we've seen, nothing is guaranteed with this team. Um, you know, and, and the funny thing is with these losses, I think back to you know, going into the season, the expectations outside the city. And so many people were like, if you look at these national rankings and polls, so many people, a lot of people picked the Steelers to be third or fourth in their division. And that was kind of taken as a slap in the face. Well, very well, the way this season plays out, they could very well finish and probably will finish third or fourth in this division. They could be last place in the AFC North. I mean, think about that. Yeah, that's absolutely possible, especially with the way that Browning and the Bengals are coming on. Now, you are not conducting this interview right now with a dark visor in front of your face. Had you been, I would have noticed. Yeah. Mike Tomlin said he didn't notice that T.J. Watt was not wearing a dark, a different colored yeah. visor, a different tinted visor than he normally does. Uh, you buying that? I, I guess you had to watch the game on TV to see that then, because if you're standing right next to him, maybe you don't notice. No, I don't, I don't buy that. I would like to know the reason why. Um, you know, you know, people are saying because it was dealing with the lights in the stadium. Um, you know, that's one way to you know when you have a concussion. But I can't see any way they would let him back into that game if he had not passed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he is TJ Watt, and maybe he said, "Heck with it, I'm going back in." But you know, I. I I, you know, I don't know. I, that's, that's hard for me to believe that they would, the NFL would allow something like that to happen. Um, but then there, things were strange. He didn't go to the podium afterward when he was supposed to talk. All of a sudden they sent Cam Hayward instead. Um, you know, he was in the locker room briefly on Friday, but nobody ever had a chance to talk to him. And all of a sudden Saturday, boom, he's in, you know, a concussion protocol. So there, there's, there's a lot of things there that, you know, could make conspiracy theorists very, uh, happy about this. But, uh, you know, 
we, I don't know if we'll know. Maybe the NFL will investigate and they'll put Nick Herbig and Marcus Golden on the injury report with concussion protocol <laughs> like the Bengals did with a wrist for Jake Browning. <laughs> yeah. Well, the difference is Browning technically could play through that. You're not allowed to practice through the concussion, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, they they well, have to so be cleared right. first. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see when uh, – you know, I don't put it this way. I don't expect you're going to see either of those guys out there uh, – Tuesday, probably, or Wednesday. You're going to have to wait to get those guys out there Thursday. Um, or it's, maybe it's one of those miraculous, you know, Saturday morning, hey, he's cleared, he's going to play. Um, nothing would surprise me anymore. This does set up, the more I think about it, for a classic Tomlin win, though, doesn't it? If those two are the classic Tomlin losses, these next two, at least this one is the classic Tomlin win. Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, to me, it would be surprising if they go out and lay an egg and play, you know, really flat against this team. I, this has all the trappings of them, you know, getting everybody back on their side. Him get, you this know, is when Tomlin does yeah, his best. Work. Yeah, exactly. This, this is, is like the Patriots <laughs> win in 2018 when they got the interception against Brady at the end of the game and Jalen Samuels ran for 150 yards. Yeah. yeah, this is where your buddy Rich Eisen can, you know, say, look, I told you so. Yes. And guys like that, um, you know, that Mike Tomlin can, you know, save his team. Um, but that's just one game. But I know it has all the makings of him going out there, taking this team, winning this game, and getting, you know, kind of getting people a little bit coming back on the his part of the moving train. Unless Mitch Trubisky plays the way he did in the first half against New England, and, and maybe even at times in the second half, too. Was it you that asked the question about Mason? I can't remember. Somebody asked about Mason Rudolph. Like, yeah. Is there any chance of seeing him if Mitch struggles? There, there should be. Their season's going to be on the line. If Mitch comes out and struggles, plays horribly in the first half, I think you have to go to Mason in the second half. You can't You can't have a long leash on this guy with the fact that you've got two seven and six teams playing against each other. You're on the road. You really need this win if you're going to save anything of your season. And, hey, maybe even your job at the end of the year. I think you have to go to Mason Rudolph if there's any hint that Mitch Trubisky doesn't have it. Get Flacco on waivers. They had to put him down after all right that's right hey you know wouldn't hurt at least he's got a couple 300 passing yards <laughs> under his belt which you know we haven't seen around here for oh, that's a long basically time. like a paper mover we're talking about that in the media room right yeah yeah he'll be he'll be back with uh he'll, they'll eventually sign him to the 53 i imagine i mean i somebody could come in and get him but you know cleveland could just match it and sign them to their 53 would be like larry oak and joby and go to every team in the north <laughs> that's right um yeah he, yeah he could come here and uh you know save the steelers season but no that's not going to happen he'll be in cleveland the rest of the way and probably quarterbacking them in the playoffs people are already talking about like ben roethlisberger coming back <laughs> i don't know what would happen to spence in the podcast but i mean about brady what's he doing call him up yeah you know i'm sure he's sitting around waiting you know looking for something to do so uh you know hey who knows maybe bradshaw wants to come out of retirement <laughs> you know maybe he's tired of being at the, the fox studios who knows all right that'll do it for us uh we've got the saturday game so coverage leading all the way up until that uh, we're gonna have some modified post game coverage uh, with our Madden Monday podcast. We'll keep you up to date on that at Breakfast with Ben's. I'll mention it in podcasts moving forwards and tweet it out. But uh, between now and Saturday, lots coming from Joe Rudder and lots coming from myself as well. Tim Ben's here on the Fans. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Chris Network.